Hello everyone and welcome to Parsha Inspiration. Parsha Kitisa brings us to one of the most traumatic events in Jewish history, the sin of the golden calf. The Jewish people are waiting for Moshe to come down the mountain after 40 days on the top of the mountain. And when he doesn't come down, when they expect him to, they look for some sort of substitute, which ends up being the golden calf. Meanwhile, at the top of the mountain, Hashem is just giving Moshe the tablets right at that moment, the luchot. Hashem tells Moshe that something is going terribly wrong down the mountain and he better go down right away. He goes down with the luchot. He sees people dancing around the Deegel and he straight away smashes the luchot. At this point in time, Hashem wants to destroy the Jewish people. Moshe stands in the way. He spends another 40 days on the mountain seeking the forgiveness of the Jewish people by Hashem which he successfully attains. And then Hashem tells him to carve out new luchot in order that Hashem can inscribe upon them the aseret brought once more. Now the question is, are the second luchot that Moshe bring down the same as the first luchot or are they different to them? In other words, when all is forgiven, when Moshe brings down those second luchot, has he established the situation to be exactly what it would have been like the first time when the first luchot were given? Or are things different the second time round? Well, there's one obvious difference, and that is that the first luchot were carved out by Hashem completely. Both the stones themselves were carved out by Hashem, and the writing itself was engraved by Hashem. Whereas with the second luchot, even though the engraving of the writing is still done by Hashem, but the stones themselves were carved out by Moshe and provided to Hashem for that purpose. Rabbi Soloveitchik brings a very interesting idea from his great-grandfather, the Beit Halevi, who explains that there was a fundamental difference between the first and the second Luchot, that the first Luchot were given not just with the written Torah of the Aseret Hadibrot, but also had encoded within them somehow the oral Torah as well, the Torah Shabal Peh, which explains how to apply and understand the principles of the Torah in a practical way. When it comes to the second Luchot, however, they were given with the Torah Shibichtav, the written Torah only, only the written Aseret Hadibrot, without the Torah Shabal Peh. What happened to the Torah Shabal Peh? That was to be transmitted to the Jewish people orally generation to generation. And perhaps this idea is reflected in the fact that Moshe carved out the stones himself. In other words, whereas the first Luchot were entirely of divine origin, the second Luchot also required the involvement of man, which is expressed through our transmission of the Oral Torah. Now, when you think about it, well, what's better, the first Luchot or the second Luchot? Clearly, the first Luchot were a much more transcendent, much more powerful spiritual entity than the second Luchot. So at first glance, it seems like the movement from the first Luchot to the second Luchot was a big downgrading. In fact, the Midrash tells us that had the Jewish people not seen with the golden calf, they would never have forgotten Torah. It would have been something that was eternally with them, like plugging a USB into them. So it seems like this is actually a, a tragic loss because now Torah can be forgotten. If you learn Gomorrah, you'll see there are all kinds of disputes and arguments about what the halacha should be, what the oral Torah should be, because when you transmit things orally, things get forgotten. So from that perspective, what we lost with the sin of the golden calf was tremendous. However, from a different perspective, it's possible, in fact, to say that the second Luchot are superior. How so? Because although they are not div as divine as the first Luchot, and although they are not going to be permanently remembered by the Jewish people without effort, the Jewish people end up becoming partners in the construction of Torah itself. The Luchot are not just a gift from Hashem that was downloaded to us and cannot be forgotten, but they are a shared enterprise between us and Hashem. Hashem gives us the building blocks, but he empowers us and entrusts us with the task of interpreting and understanding them and transmitting them. 
And therefore, we get to be active players in the development of Torah. Okay, so it's true that our Torah might not be on the same level of Hashem's Torah. That's an understatement, of course. But the result of it is that that Torah that, that's developed is much more ours. It belongs to us a lot more. It's a lot more a part of us. So when you think about it, that's a really incredible thing. That every time we study Torah, we are involved in a collaborative engagement of creation with Hashem. And that Torah is our Torah. So in the end, this whole experience of the sin of the golden calf was on the one hand an extremely traumatic one, one which was devastating in its effects for the Jewish people. And our rabbis say that the effects of the sin of the golden calf are going to be felt in every generation going forward. But on the other hand, something positive did come out of it, which was that now we have that collaborative engagement with Hashem. We can study Torah and we are partners with Hashem in the development of that Torah. Please God, we should all be able to have that experience and feeling the closeness of that encounter with Hashem while we are doing so. And on this occasion, I just want to wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom.